decision. Yeah. I want to win championships. I want to win bowl games. And what else is better for you to do than your city? The power of home represents something. The DMV, like you try to explain it to people that aren't from there, and it's hard to explain it. That thing we talked about, Maryland Pride, it's real. And today, we're going to play with Maryland Pride. He's got to go! Touchdown, Maryland! The Terrapins have one last shot at winning this game. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, throws it up. Money! And he got it! And the Terrapins win at the buzzer! Oh, Stevie Francis, showtime. Oh, man. What a play by Fias. Holy cow. Maryland hits the road to beat Penn State. Maryland pulls off the upset. They have defeated number one, and the celebration is on. And the kids have done it. Maryland wins their first ever national championship. Holding up Indiana, 64 to 52, and let's listen and look at the celebration. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness. And others host college sports and recruiting podcasts. You're listening to IMS Radio at InsideMarylandSports.com. Your hosts, Jeff Ehrman, Paul Douglas, and Larry France. Oh, I guess I got I to gotta mute the TV here. Hang on Man, whose fucking idea was it to do this podcast after the game? Oh. Paul, I fucking <laughs> hate basketball. I fucking hate it! I fucking hate it! Like... Every other sport I can fucking watch. I can watch a 0-0 snooze fest in soccer. I can watch Maryland get blown the fuck out in football for 60 minutes. can watch baseball. can watch golf. Anything. Basketball makes gives me so much fucking anxiety and anger. Like the fucking officiating. God. What the fuck? I fucking Dude, hate it. I'm telling you, man. Fucking nobody in the world is worse at their jobs than college basketball refs. And look, let's start right off. This is not a ref loss. This is not. I don't know about that, man. Like, well, they uh, let, me, let me. Go ahead. Like, I'm not just doing that. Like, Maryland was garbage. They came out of the gate as garbage. Jameer Young was beat to shit and did nothing. All your guys you need to show up didn't show up. We've seen this all season long. Like, it's a problem, okay? It's a problem. But, like, it's – I agree. I mean, you know, I – we've talked before about some of us are a little more college football or college basketball biased, right, depending, you know, the thing that you really like. Obviously, Maryland's good at basketball most of the time and not good at football most of the time. But I'm a football guy. I think you are too, right, mostly. College basketball, man, when the refs decide they're going to do this fucking ref show – like it really just drains the joy of the sport because you end up watching a different sport. I mean, some games it's free flowing. You let the kids play, they go. Some games it's like a fucking rugby scrum. Some games it's a free flowing game outside the three point line, but a rugby scrum in in the in the key, and you just never really know what you're going to get. And tonight, if you want to talk about things that that went wrong, and but you know the, where the refs had an effect for me. You know, ice going out there and just like 
physically murdering just, Jameer just Young all game, raping Jameer Young the second he crossed the half court line. If you're not going to call that from the get go, I mean that's just a tough thing to deal with. You would like your team to maybe recognize that and start to try and do that on their own. But then again, sometimes when no, you they start call Maryland, physical, they call Maryland on it, right? They so, call Maryland for phantom, like five absolute phantom fouls where they did not even touch them. It's, like, what the fuck? And, the fouls are ridiculous. We still don't know what Willard was called a technical for, which is wild. yeah, because I've, I've been begging for him to get a technical in like the last, you know, like 10 games this year and he never did. And this one, he just gets out of nowhere, which was odd. It was really just the miss dumb shit. Like, you know, the jump, the, the, the guy rolling around on the floor, you know, where it could have, it should have been a jump ball. Second it, thing. It should have been a jump ball, a travel, or a 10-second call. All would have been the right call, and it ends up in an Ohio State alley-oop. I, I just don't even know what you do with that, right? Dante's like fourth foul, or was it his third, where he did he did not even touch anything but the ball, and the dude elbowed Dante in the chest. The foul at the end where the guy well, elbowed. He had two in a row. The two in a row on Dante where he just didn't even, like, touch the guy. I just – he had the one where Opara, I think, jumped like over top of Reese to deflect a ball, and then somehow Reese got called on the foul afterwards. I don't know. Hey, look, refs are garbage. Everybody agrees, right? My problem is Maryland's going to go like one and nine in conference on the road, and that's not fucking acceptable. I don't care whether the refs are bad or not. Like, that's not acceptable. They literally for a team could have won this four quality. more games on the road. Had, you could be taught. You be could be in like the four or five. Yes, like, like which is not five, that bad. Like a three or four seed conference champion level team. If you just didn't suck so bad on the road, but Maryland and, has and, gotten calls at home, but they've blown people out at home, and it hasn't been quite the same. Right. We 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 said let let's be fair. They have refs. Refs are garbage for us too. Yes. When we're at home. Not like, arguing I, that. Yeah, both of those that. both of those games, man. This week, Maryland got a great whistle, and yes, you know, they a did. couple of those times when things got a little close, especially Northwestern in the first half. You know that that makes a difference. The Purdue so, game, they got a good calls. But the Purdue road game, they got absolutely horrid. Edie should have fouled out in the first half, and they lost the game by three. Yeah, like literally, they could have three or four to five more wins on the road, and maybe a couple more losses at home, maybe. But overall, I think they literally would have more wins had the officiating been even at at all venues. Probably. I mean, you know, the one thing I noticed, um, the one thing, the the odd thing about COVID ball, you know, remember when no fans or limited fans in in the building, it felt like the refereeing was so much better. It really just feels like it's like a crowd thing. Like these guys just get into the game in a way that like, you know, a lot of them want to be you know, make the big, you know, the, the, the big charge call that takes like three big steps and heading down the other way, like that type of thing. Like, I wonder how much the psychology of it is, but again, you just can't lose to a fucking team like this on the road right now. You just can't do it. And they showed up with no energy. The defense was horrid. How do you, the offense was just running around and watching everybody till somebody jacked up a three at the end of the clock. Especially the, in early the, in the entire first half. Just, the entire culture of the game was dictated by that officiating. They beat the fuck out of Jameer. They beat him up, yep. beat him up. And by the way, likely and not sensible. Um, Thornton, I'm yeah. like, 
that dude's all over the fucking place. Like, it's like the same guy. I couldn't tell him apart. Yeah, they, he's they got both, like 25 points, like, and 10 fouls. What's going on? They both, they both like, look, look, like, look like linebackers with friends, right? <laughs> I know. You know? Like, and they're just, the just, just beating the crap out they're of them. Exactly. Same, but where'd that guy come from? Hang on. Jeff is coming in. Okay. No, it was it was it was funny in that sense. Like I couldn't <laughs> right. tell which one it was, but whoever it was, they were they were just beating the shit out of my defense and I'm getting like, shots on the other end. Jess, Jeff, can you hear us? I can hear you. You you missed a lively opening couple of minutes. I may have dropped a few f bombs. Yeah, Larry, 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 the- Larry dropped some h bombs and uh, oh, not the h bombs. Yeah, heck? Larry, you said a heck. Yeah, I. Uh, I said a little more net, Jeff. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I, I got it out of my system. I'm in a better mood now. And we got to make fun. Well, maybe of- that was a, uh, <laughs> that was one of those games that they kind of teased that they were going to tease you, but they didn't even give they you never. the never. I wasn't interested, and that's fine. I was not interested in the Maryland tease there when we hit, like, when, when uh, Kerry hit that four point play, or even before that, somebody hit a three to get it down to like, six or seven and then immediately gave up a, an easy basket. Like yeah. I'm not interested in that. Like you got to beat Ohio state on the road. You got to beat Nebraska on the road. If you, if you win two or three of those games, you might win a goddamn conference championship this year. I mean, it's just, <clears throat> it's frustrating. Larry and I have been bitching about the refs, not necessarily that like the calls are all just, you know, it's some, cause can, it, it's not like some major conspiracy against Maryland. There's no, there's no, nothing in the big Ten's interest in, a dog shit dead Ohio state team beating a tournament team, a ranked tournament team like Maryland in March. But like, you know, it's just the way that the refs can, can affect the way that the game state is right. When in those first couple possessions, when Ike and sensible and all those guys are just beating the shit out of, out of Jameer young, bringing the ball up as soon as he gets over half court and they're not calling anything. You're just like, Oh man, that's not good. And then (laughs) calling phantom fouls on Maryland. Like so many of the refs, but the refs were definitely terrible. Yeah. It just feels like a game state issue that did not help Maryland's cause. Then again, fucking Maryland didn't help Maryland's cause either. Either. I mean, just the energy out of the gate was terrible again. I mean, if there's one consistent thing that like Willard for, for all the credit we give Willard and he deserves a lot of it. You want to criticize one big thing this year. It's just like getting out of the gate. On road it's, games is it's just the, terrible. They're allowed to play to a different level of aggression. Like, like I actually find it hard to blame them. That you see it on their faces at Falcon. They're going, they're going like this. I didn't touch them. And then the next time, they know they can't play defense because they'll get called. It's like I disagree a bit, though, Larry. I would say only because the energy on the offensive end was just as bad. I mean, it was really just like you just like, said they were getting beat up in the first couple of possessions. Nothing's getting called, and then you're. You're forced to play in that culture. Right. But you still You're not gotta, allowed like, to move freely. But you still got to move and try. And there was a whole lot of standing around waiting for somebody to do something with the ball. And, and that sets a really bad precedent. So, like, I mean, look, the refs are what they are. We can't do anything about that. So, like, you got to fucking figure out how to play through them. This is a group with what, five seniors and a couple juniors, a guy, a sophomore in Reese who's played a ton of college basketball. Like, this is a team that's supposed to be able to go on the road and figure it out. And they haven't been able to go on the road and figure it out. And if I'm an opposing coach in the Big Ten tournament, I mean, you know Penn State's going to do it anyway, but in the Big Ten tournament and NCAA tournament, I'm going to tell my whoever's guarding Jameer, beat the shit out of them. And if they don't call it, you got them. Like, you got them. 
because Jameer does not have that freedom to cross somebody up or to kind of make that first guy miss and then dribble drive. It creates the whole offense for Maryland a lot of the times. If he can't do that, Maryland is in trouble offensively. Which explains the the disparity and the home record and the road record because they have been screwed every road game. Every yeah, road and- game, I, I walk away just like sh- flabbergasted that they're calling the way they're calling like just call it even like call. And by the way, Jeff, we also agreed that Maryland has gotten big time breaks when Maryland's been at home. So just call it. Yeah, even. The, the refs are the refs have been a little more uh, homers than usual. My thing, the refs were definitely bad. Not why they lost. Dante Scott got screwed all night. The one, the foul where. Yeah, there's yeah. two in a row there. That the were just put his in his chest. That was obvious. Uh, the one, the touch foul early in the game, and then the flop. You could see the flop. You could see him setting up the flop ten minutes beforehand. And it was kind of how the ref goes for that, but that some of that is on Scott too. You got to stop. I mean, when it's working for you, okay, go down to the post, bunker down, take a minute, eat a sandwich, wait, feel it out, and then drop your little hook shot in. If it's not working though. You got to stop. You got to stop doing that. He leans a little bit too much on that. And then my thing is, I don't understand in, in these games like this where they, why they don't get Julian Reese more touches. It was the same thing in Nebraska. He Nebraska had no matchup for for him. He was killing them. They stopped going on the ball. He didn't shoot it at all in overtime or the last few minutes of the game. Tonight he was 6 of 8, 17 points, 12 rebounds, 3 blocks. you got to give him the ball more often, post him up. Eight shots is not enough when he's when Ohio State has nobody to match up. And then, and then if you give it to him more, then the kid, the freshman, Akpara from Ohio State, probably fouls out and then they're screwed. They have nobody to guard him. I would, I would spin and he's been, he's he's done a great job. I don't understand in these past two road games, why they haven't gone to Julian Reese more. I I would, I would only argue uh, in that sense. I think a lot of what makes Julian so efficient as a low post score isn't when you're just giving the ball in post-ups, it's the dribble drives and the, and the interior passing. Um, I don't know that just, you know, Huffing it, you know, huffing it into to, to Juju and expecting him to be able to score in the post on somebody is necessarily going to do much better. But I He's mean, gotten a lot better at it. He did. Yes, night. Uh, he had an advantage on that kid. You saw in the first half, he just he just big boyed him, drew a foul, yeah. just just made him look pretty small. So. No, yeah, I think I, mean, I think that's fair. And I was I was just going to end that and just say, you know, it, it obviously by. You know, by the time nothing else is working, I don't know why you don't give that a try. You know, even if if that's not the most efficient way that he's going to be scoring the ball for you. Yeah. Um, He needs the ball more. I mean, mean, you could argue he's become – I mean, no, you couldn't say he's becoming their best player because Jameer Young is obviously their best player. But he might be their most impactful player when you add in all the rebounds, everything he's doing down there. I mean, 17 and 12 every it's it's like every game right now he's the putting four, up four double doubles in a row is that four double doubles in a row and the one before the game before that streak he had nine rebounds or else it would be five yeah. so he just he's becoming a star so i guess that's you know a little bit of silver lining but not really because now you're behind michigan and northwestern depending on this game it's about to start uh northwestern against penn state northwestern's winning 14-7 yeah, I mean, no, they should win that game, obviously. Yeah, yeah. the double buys in trouble if they – I mean, they're going to have to beat Penn State on Sunday. 
And it's not impossible. I still not think Penn State's State. so good, but it's that's just the night. wrong. They're it's just the get... wrong team at at the wrong place that you want to have to play. They're not going to win a winnable game. So I they lost five in a row there. They lost five games in a row at Penn State. Did you realize that? I, yeah, I don't. I, I think I think Turge only beat them like once, right? Once or twice. No, yeah, they had his number, which is yeah. And and I just don't know. You know that it's just it's just Penn State's just a another team where if they let them play rugby against Maryland, they're going to beat them by fifteen. I mean, it's just not. Yeah, not you lose that to... game, suddenly you're creeping back toward that eight nine, eight nine, well, red at eight nine. And yeah. I'm telling you, man, like like that NCAA tournament looks for a scapegoat every year to dump like two seed lines because of road record, and Maryland is just waving to them. Come on, right here, look at us. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen another team with this much of a dichotomy between home and away results. At home, they're like a legit national title contender. On the road, they are horrific. It's very strange, especially with that many veterans. You could see it with a young team, but when you have that many seniors, that makes it a little more surprising because those guys, even if they weren't all in the Big Ten, they've been they've been around. They shouldn't be nervous or, you know, they should – experience should come, in, come into play, so – yeah, that's the frustrating thing for me. I mean, I agree with all of the ref criticism and, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean, this is this team has five seniors. It's got seven guys, seven, eight guys with a lot of college basketball experience. Like, I do not want to hear, like, so it's tough to play, tough to win on the road. Come on. That's why you have these old guys. <laughs> they should know how to figure this stuff out. If the game is being called a certain way, I expect you to figure it out. I mean, you're – you know, you want to you want to play in the big time. You want to go to the NCAA tournament. Figure it out. Um, the only bit of hope that I have for this team right now is that they're two and one on in neutral courts, and the only one is that you know three point loss to Tennessee and Brooklyn. So maybe it's just the road and not neutral. I don't know, but you yeah. better hope so. You better hope so because, um, who man, they're putting themselves in quite the quite the pickle here. Yeah. I haven't looked at the Larry. You probably know. So, say they lose to Penn State. What are we looking at? What, what, what standings wise? What's fifth, sixth? It's it's so jumbled. Yeah, it's crazy. That, it's impossible. It's yeah, like a and the tie. Problem. It depends on who you tie with. That that you could bump two and three spots. Like we're not going to know. It'd be a tie for second, a tie for fourth, and. Yeah, everybody won one It's so apart. jumbled. They literally could still finish second and could finish as low as, I think, ninth. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. Ninth, that's unbelievable. Second is way less likely now, but, but still. I think, second, I think second's done at this point. Yeah, probably is done. It? I don't know. Who, who does Michigan? I don't know who Michigan plays. It's amazing to me that Michigan's even in that mix. because They, they have the tiebreaker over Northwestern. Yeah. And but Indiana. If- yeah, maybe it. So they, they would have split to be with Michigan. It would have to be like a twelve-eight three-way tie with. Yes, like, I I think it's still somebody can. It's go to probably that. it's it's probably still mathematically possible. It's probably not. There's that site likely. where you can uh, do the yeah. click and select all the winners, and I bet you there's a way they could end up second. Uh, it's not it's a high probability. But, Michigan and Northwestern have left. I don't even oh, know. Who knows? That's the question, but. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not watching any more basketball until I'm going to watch Maryland play. 
and I'm not watching any other basketball. I fucking hate it. You're big mad. I don't. I, I started off the show talking about how much how much anger and anxiety and frustration I feel when I watch this sport. I just don't like it. I I like Maryland. I like Maryland a lot. I grew up loving it. Now I just you know what it is. So you waited. You waited so long for them to be good and exciting again, and you're finally getting a little taste. So it hurts that much more when it is disappointing. I well, yeah. I, there, was, there, I was hoping it was the last ten years that made me dislike basketball. Like like <laughs> Turgeon's culture and style is what made me dislike it. But the, all these road games are doing it to me again. Like it just makes me so. I get so much negative energy inside me when i watch basketball anyway it's 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 an interesting thing somebody somebody on the inside maryland sports.com message board posted um a thread after the nebraska loss i think on the road too we're just like man i miss this being so fucking angry after a basketball loss as opposed to most of you know a lot of the turgeon years we're just like man we lost again i wanted to turn it off i wanted to turn it off but we we were doing the show yeah i have to watch it like I can't. That was the funny thing. I'm like, I'm like pissing off my wife and kids by watching it in the first place. And then I'm the game that I'm watching is just making me violently angry. And then, you know, that's not, that's not helping the, on the home front here. So Michigan has to play at Illinois and at Indiana. Two. They can go on too easily. Yes. Indiana yeah, lost. Good? So if Indiana, oh, it's still possible to be second, I think. Well, Indiana, you're not worried about because they lost last night. So you're still tied with them and you have the tiebreaker. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They've got tiebreakers over a lot of the right teams. They have Penn State. They'd have to be. Someone will figure it out for us. They'll search. Northwestern will have to lose to whoever they play in their last game. Yeah, they'll have to lose. But they could still get a double bye, though. With all the tiebreakers. If they beat Penn State, I think a double bye is like a 90% kind of kind of figure like they just needed to split these two games. And then there was like one weird scenario. I just feel where, like they're not going to beat Penn state. Like I just had, Oh, no, there's no chance. I, I have, no, I, I would bet my house on them not beating Penn state on the road. Like it, it's just you a, get more from those seniors, Scott hey, Hart, and young had 23 points combined. Yeah. You can't, you can't have that. You cannot have that. I mean, you, I mean, Maryland can't win with that on the road or anywhere. I mean, those guys, those guys play like, you know, combined 110 minutes a game. Like you've got to, you got to do better than that. And it just wasn't happening for any of them today. It's really frustrating. I think the shooting numbers for Maryland actually aren't that bad overall. So it wasn't a, it wasn't like they're just bricking everything. They were bad from three, but you know, that no, always happens. They, they were, or maybe seven, they actually, they made that, they made that up. At seven the very of end. 19 from three. Yeah. They were yeah. Cause, fine. cause Martinez hit a couple, Carey hit a couple. So it wasn't that, the offense. It was the defense. Yeah. Defense was really, really bad. And the offense was just out of sync for most of the game. Again, I, how many phantom calls were called against them and how many extra points does Ohio state get because of these phantom calls? And then the residual effect of the team no longer able to play. You cannot. You cannot play when the game's being called that way against you, but not for you. And Maryland yeah. got the benefit of that at home. To be fair, but just when they, the they didn't need it, really. <laughs> call, call, call it the same. Yeah, just call it the same. Call it even. They can't. I'm, I'm telling you. I think I really. Th- I, I was saying I, one of the things about COVID basketball was it felt like the refereeing was so much better. 
like because you didn't have the crowd there to you know play into these guys' psychology. I just feel like the refs just get totally fucking wasted by the crowd. Like they're just they feel like they're part of the show, man. It's 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 a weird thing, and it's just uh, like there's nothing like it. You know, like football, you have refs to make bad calls all the time, but like there's nothing. There's nothing quite like the way that refs can influence just the way a basketball game is played. Yep. Whether it's physical or not, whether it's free flowing or not, you know, whether it just becomes a race to 60 points or not. And it's just, it's just really frustrating to watch. So like no, no, but no neutral is watching that basketball game and thinking, wow, that was a really well-played basketball game. I mean, that was just, just not fun for anybody. When is, uh, when is, uh, when does spring football start? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, end of the month, right? Yeah, it's yeah. soon, right? March yeah. 27th or something? All right, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's, it's right around that. I posted the date the other day, 27th, 28th, something like that. Yeah, so we, and, got, we, got, we got some things coming up there. The other thing is Andrew's new school is very near Greensboro. So if Maryland does happen to get seated, Oh, look Get at you. Look at you getting all hopey again. I'm not hopey. I'm just saying <laughs> they're going to go to the tournament. Even if they lose the next two games, they'll That's get in. true. And if they get somehow get Greensboro, Andrew's school, Elon is 30 minutes from Greensboro. Not even nah, Columbus all day. <laughs> I'm for I'm for New York. So, you know, anything that works for for all of us. We're all on yeah. the same page. Hey, it's in New York, maybe we can finally do that uh, that pregame show. One one sweet day, Ab- Abbey Tavern. Yeah, yeah. That's in Albany, though, isn't it? No, it's in New York. Or I think it might be in Albany. What? I don't know. Yeah. The the the. Um, it's not quite as exciting. The pod, the tournament pod. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's in Albany. Albany. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> not as appealing. No, we are not going to Albany. Um, <laughs> to do a live show, I can assure you that. I, but, uh, I, um, I don't know how long we're going to keep going. I, I did prepare like some trivia for you guys. I don't know. You is there more? I don't know. Is there any more to b- bitch about? Like, I think we've kind of, kind of gone through the reins. I'm kind of over, over my my vitriolic state, and now I'm just I'm going through the five stages of grief. I've reached acceptance. <laughs> All right. Well, let's accept it. Do some trivia and let the people go uh, go outside and walk it off or whatever. whatever there aren't many do. comments. Somebody said preach, Larry, when I was talking about how much I hate <laughs> basketball. So, <laughs> uh, and then the demon at has written quite a bit. Thank you for participating. Ohio State got easy offensive fouls. Yeah, they did. Offensive rebounds. He means yeah, they did. That's true. Just yeah, like Magic. Sewing definitely beat Dante Scott at least three times for offensive rebounds. He was a little too quick. Some uh, of that, some of that's just some of it's fluky. It's, it's yeah, very, there were some fluky ones that bounced right to them. That yeah, happens. I mean, that's just variant. Sometimes you, it yeah, I mean there there right. was definitely some 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 bounces that went against against Maryland. It, it just wasn't their night regardless in like four or five different ways. And it, sometimes you just got to throw your hands up. But if this, you know, unfortunately this pattern seems to repeat itself so much on the road, it's, it's just incredibly frustrating. Right. This is, I got, I got two pretty good trivia questions here. All right. The second one is, is pretty hard actually. Cool. First, first one you guys will do pretty well. We're going to do it 
the way we we do where you guys have to alternate guessing in a category until you run out of and then i'll tell the rest so jameer young i wrote it this way is about to become the 24th player in maryland history to be named first team all conference we'll just oh. we'll just stick with, we'll just stick with that oh man you're testing fate there aren't you name the other 23 that's all they've had ever well the first some, team right so first team first hmm. team 23 some people did it multiple times and I'll, I'll give you one. Juan Dixon did it three times, right? So they've had more than – there's 23 individual players, but many have done it multiple times. So I named Juan Dixon for you. You got one. There's 22 left. Go ahead. Joe Smith. Correct. He is another one that did it twice in 94 and 95. Juan Dixon was 2000, 2001, and 2002, by the way. Okay. Gravis Vasquez. Just once. I, I just once? Thought, yeah, just once. His, junior, his junior year, he was he, he was, was good, like, but not elite. not super. Like we 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 uh we we our brains put G- Grievous' senior year over all four of his years where you know a lot of that he was not always so great. Yeah. He did get better each year, so that's oh good. yeah. Um okay, correct. Jeff, go ahead. Um Lonnie Baxter. Yes, he also did it twice in 2000, 2001, and oddly enough, not 2002. Leonard Bias. Lenny Bias, twice, 85 and 86. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, Walt Williams. Only once, but yes, 1992. Paul. John Lucas. Three times, 74, 75, and 76. Jeff? Buck Williams. No? No. no As good as he was, he never made all conference? Never made all conference. He never made first team. First team. First team all conference. That's shocking to me. Just the ACC was like a murderer's row back then, man. It was just NBA all-stars. Well, what I meant to say was Melo Trimble then. We'll give you Mello Trimble. He did it twice in 15 and 17, not 16. Okay. Um, Tom McMillan. Tom McMillan did it twice, 72 and 73. Jeff? Uh, Some of these guys. You got Steve Francis. Yes, he did it in his in his lone year with Maryland in 1999. Okay, go ahead. Anthony Cowan. Correct. I was waiting for one of you guys to get that. He did it once. Jalen Smith. Yes, they both did it in 2020. Okay, you guys are doing good here. What'd you say, Jeff? Jalen Smith. Oh, oh, sticks right. Uh, Len Elmore. Lenny Elmore did it once <laughs> in 1974. So yeah. Elmore and McMillan made it, but Buck, okay. There are some super obvious ones. I'm sure there are. You're just catching me off guard with this. Uh, I'm trying to think of different eras. We got a Caner Medley guess in the chat, which is not correct. So, and so Did Steve Blake made first team? Steve Blake Steve is Blake? correct. 2003. 
Yeah, senior year, senior not junior year. That's the only reason I was skeptical because of I knew him and Baxter and Dixon, you know, wouldn't have made it at the same time. Uh, Diamond Stone, we had a guest in the <laughs> chat room. That's that's not correct. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. Uh, Albert King. That is correct. I think Paul pulled up the sheet, Jeff. Uh, my hands, look. 1980. Probably. 1980. He was my favorite when I was a kid. We, we, we talked through that last week. He was player of the year in the ACC in 1980, by the way. Oh, and of the ones you named, Bias was player of the year twice in the ACC. Joe Smith once, Dixon once, and Vasquez once. And no hmm. others have been player of the year in either the Big Ten or the ACC. Okay, go ahead. Huh. We, yeah. have, we have one, <clears throat> two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight left. Seven of the eight are big, big names that are pretty modern. Um, sorry, five of the eight are big names that are pretty modern. One of them might be a little obscure, and two of them are way old timers. That's your hint. I know I'm probably forgetting like five incredibly obvious guys. Yep. Here's a hint. Someone who's in the NBA right now. <laughs> Did Herter make first team? Nope. Alex Lendon make first team? Nope. I already guessed six. <laughs> I already guessed six. Yeah, you there did. Aren't, there aren't many NBA guys. <laughs> oh, Bruno? Bruno? Bruno, Bruno yeah. first team? Yes, he did. Oh, I, didn't, I thought of him, but I, I didn't. 2019. Paul, you got anything left? Adrian Branch? Nope. No, really? Mm-mm. I thought he was a scoring leader his senior year. Wasn't for hmm. his team. Okay. What about um uh shit? Uh said Lewis. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, yes. Derek Lewis. We got guesses in the chat. And Kenny of Beckway. <laughs> and yeah. who's Fernandez, by the way? They said Fernandez. Fernandez. Is there Bruno Fernandez? Bruno Fernandez. Oh, Fernando. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Jake Lehman, no, no. All right, I'm just gonna. Are you guys yeah, done? Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, Des right. Wells didn't make first team, did he? Des. Des Wells is one. Good job, Jeff. Really? Okay. I wouldn't have put that together. Okay. The guys you forgot, the more modern ones that you probably. Gene Shoes one, right? He's an old timer. He's one of the old timers, and the other old timer is Al Bunge. Oh yeah, there's no way that's happening. Okay. Al Bundy. In 1997. Keith Booth. Oh, duh. In 1999, Terrence Morris. Oh, and, sophomore year, Terrence. Yes. And in 2011, Jordan Williams. Ah. And that's huh, okay. List. Of course. That was still pretty good. Yep. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. We did get a Deswell's guess in the, in the chat, but I'm not sure if they said it before or after you. And we just got a Keith Gatlin guess in the chat. But uh, we've already named them all, and Keith Gatlin was not a a first team uh, all ACC player. I need to do a, a sort here on my spreadsheet real quick. Um, okay, all right. Trivia question number two. Hey Matthew, he said, "Hey guys, and welcome everybody." By the way, thirty three you guys. We're over the anger phase. We have reached acceptance. 
in our five stages of grief. So we're now doing some trivia to help move us on. Please, please subscribe, by the way, to IMS Radio. Uh, let's go. Here we go. Ch trivia question number two. Maryland is about to play in the NCAA tournament for the 30th time. One of them has been vacated in 1988 because they supposedly played an eligible, an eligible player. So by the record books, it might say 29, but this is their 30th. That's coming up. They have played 71 games with 43 wins in 29 different tournaments. Of those 71 games, they have 57 opponents played against, which means they've played 14 teams twice. Name the 14 teams they have played in the NCAA tournament. Jesus Christ. Twice. It's tough. I told you it was tough, but it's good. It's a good Ugh. one. It's going to bring out some cool trivia. So Michigan State. I'm going first because that's the only one that comes off. The top. <laughs> Jeff, I'm jumping, I'm jumping the gun on that. Correct. Michigan State in 2003, <laughs> Maryland lost 60 to 58. And in 2010, Maryland lost 85 to 83. Both two point painful losses. Soul crushing <laughs> losses. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Okay. That's great. Really happy hey, to remember that. Stop guessing in the chat. And you're all wrong, by the way. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they did not play Duke. Tw they played Duke once. Um, Another. I don't know. Shit. Um, UConn. That is correct. They played UConn in 1995 in the Sweet 16. They lost 99 to 89. And then in 2002 in the Elite Eight, they beat UConn 90 to 82 to go to the Final Four on the way to the national title. Okay, Jeff. I'm trying to think. I don't know how many others there are. I'm sure there's a handful of others since I started following in like the late nineties, but there's not many. I don't think. Um, I guess North, they have never played North Carolina in a tournament or Virginia. So stop it. Stop guessing. Stop it. Jerks. Um, they have, the, someone guessed Michigan in the chat. That's incorrect. So I'll tell you that, but go ahead. Ooh, I got one. Another chat room guest, UCLA, is incorrect. Hmm. I'm just going to guess Indiana. Just taking a flyer. That is correct. 1981, they lost to Indiana 99-64 to 64 on, the, uh, on Indiana's way to a national title that year, by the way, in 81. They won it. Their last one, right? Uh, no, they also won it yeah. in 87. Uh, and then the 2002 – national championship game which we all know how that went all right you've got three that's not bad kansas they have played kansas twice the and i can tell you when they were it was 2002 in the final four and it was um the uh, yeah the the diamond stone team very good they handily beat kansas a little scare late but they handily won that game in the final four in 2002 and then they got BTFO'd <laughs> in this Sweet 16. Turgeon's that game was that game was, team. That game was like a it was like a slow single digit lead at the beginning of the second half, and I think Kansas just turned it on. Yeah, it was very close at half. I think they were down two or something. Is my yeah. match. They played about a perfect half, and we're still down two. And then the yep. second half was yep. So okay, yeah, Indiana was already guessed chat room. Someone guessed Vermont. 
That is incredible. What a random guess that is. I don't have Vermont. <laughs> Someone said Belmont. They played Belmont once. Okay. Any Jeff, go ahead. Mm. Arizona? Once, 1998. On Arizona's way to a national title, by the way. <laughs> Maryland was very good at uh yeah. very good at losing to uh teams on their way to Natty. Yeah. Do you want me to say when the chat room gets correct guesses? <clears throat> you might as well because so nobody wants to cheat. They, they guessed Georgetown 1980. They lost to Georgetown 74 68. Mm, I was about to say Georgetown. In the Sweet 16. And then, and then in 2001, 2001, they beat Georgetown on the way to the Final Four. That was a Sweet 16 game. They won 76 to 66. West Virginia is another correct guess. They, oh, my God. Those are my two. Okay. They beat, West, <laughs> they beat West Virginia in 84. Lost in the one, mellow year. 102 to 77. Yeah. Blew them out. And then they lost. They were a four seed against five seed West Virginia, and they lost 69 to 59 in that game. I don't think. I think, I think Duke is right. No, it's not. Really? They all, it was only the one time in the Final Four? Hmm. Someone in the chat guessed at UCLA. That is incorrect. Um, Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky yes. in 2002 and um, – Yep. Kentucky in 1988. I remember that game. They lost 90-81. to 81. That was a Bob Wade game. I remember it very well. <laughs> I remember I was living in Connecticut at the time, and I picked Maryland to win the, to win the tournament. And uh, I think they were a seven seed. Whoops. And, uh, yeah, because <laughs> we had the office pool, and I picked them to win it, and I was all excited. Whatever. And then, and then they beat Kentucky on the way to Maryland's national title in 2002. Okay. Right. Well, I'm not getting any more other than just guessing. Here we go. So Here that, we go. That, was, that was fun. By far the toughest one, Chattanooga. Yeah. In, oh, 80, wow. in 81 and 83, oddly enough, they beat them both times. 81-69 the first time, 52-51 the second time. Ooh, Xavier's right. I know Xavier's right. Xavier is right. Was that guest in the chat room? Yeah. That is correct. They beat Xavier in 2003. I was there. And then, yes, that was – that was uh, that was after the Drew, the game after the Drew shot. Yes. The uh, yes. David West, David West um, and the other good guard. Um, yes. I can't remember his name now. 77-64. They, they lost to Xavier in the first round in 2017. I was in – Oh, Valpo. I think Valpo's right. Huntsville, Alabama. Valpo is correct. Yep. 1999 hmm. and 2015. They beat them both times. Yeah, that's fairly, fairly recent. Um, Houston, Houston is correct. Yep. 1983, they lost to Houston. And that's not – Houston wasn't on the way to the title. They were on the way to losing the title, title game. Hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Chattanooga. They beat them both times, 81 to 69 and 52 to 51. Creighton, 1975, they beat Creighton in the first round. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that. I wasn't yeah. fucking born yet. But the first round back then was like you win a game and you're in the Elite Eight. So <laughs> I think that was their Elite Eight year. Um, second round in 1999, they beat Creighton 75 to 63. Illinois. They beat Illinois and uh, they lost to Illinois in 84, 72, 70. They beat Illinois in 
98, that was the game when Abin Akizi had a real good game and he hit the free throws at the end to ice it. Yep. And there is one more, and it was just guessed in the chat room. Syracuse. Syracuse. They the Gilchrist year and they beat Syracuse in 73, 91 to 75 in the Sweet 16. That must have been the Elite Eight year. Sorry. Yeah. Not 75. And then they lost in the second round, 72-70. That was a that was a painful loss. Were, that was a heartbreaker. Who was the dude who had, there was a one dude who had like two layups at the end? He was like a stiff. Oh god, I can't remember. For who? For Syracuse. Syracuse against the Gilchrist team. Yeah. That wasn't the Jerry McNamara group yet, was it? Yeah, um, he would have still been there. No, I think that was Maybe. wasn't that Syracuse's national title. Carmelo. Oh yeah, right? the Hakeem. The Hakeem. No, that was the the Hakeem. Um, uh, Hakeem Hart. No, Hakeem. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. I know. Nah, you're talking- nah, no. Nah. It's 2004. It was Hakeem um, Warwick. Hakeem yes. Warwick. And and yeah, that, yeah. They. That, I just said Hakeem Hart. They won the title the year before Maryland won it, didn't they? No. Nah, Duke did. No, they won it the uh, year Duke after. Being- and then the year after, the, the year after, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was 2003. They won it. Yeah. Or maybe no, that this was 2005 though. So maybe that no, two, wasn't the work team. That 2004 was 2004 is when they lost to them. Okay. Well, McNamara still would have been there because he was a freshman when they won the national title. I think. So he's yeah, there. that might have been that Syracuse team that ripped off like six in a row to win the Big East tournament or something, and went from like a nobody to like a four seed. I don't know. That's. Too much, too much. I don't have enough brain power left for all that stuff. I think I may have made one tiny mistake. I think they played Connecticut three times. I was going to ask, did I they play? Lift, I have them listed as UConn one time. So I made one mistake. They played them in 2021 as well, and they beat them 63-54. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, I when I sorted alphabetically. I Connecticut had, and UConn were separate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I made that mistake. I was going to ask whether they, they played anybody three times. So that's uh, that and that the that's the one. That's the yeah. one. Unless I made any other mistakes, which I don't think I did. Um, At this point, who gives a shit? They've played. They played. Do you remember when they played Boston College in 1958? Oh yeah, they beat them. That was the year after my dad was born. Um, All right, let let the let the people go cry in their beer, Larry. That's yep, what I'm gonna gotta do. go right. All right, we were talking. We're going to go live Sunday night after the selection show, correct? No, that's well, yeah, but that's not this Sunday. It's the Sunday after. Oh yeah, that's right. We got the. We'll tournament. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what ha- well, we're gonna. We'll go, we'll go at some point uh, next week. I'm sure. And we're talking about going live after the Big Ten tournament games, but I don't. I only want to do it if they win. Yeah, yeah. We're we. This is our only going to be our only uh, loss show. So yeah. If they win, hope you, hope you enjoyed it. How awesome will it be if they win a couple games and we're going live after every game? That could be a lot of fun. If they could just let's let, let's 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 work on uh, let's work on State College on Sunday first. One bit of good news. I'm going to give you my weight update. I was 12 last week. I'm down 15 now. Boom. All right. Three weeks. Well I will take a three pound week. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, someone just asked quickly, Jeff, any queen info? 
just what I reported this uh, week on the site a couple days ago. There's so some Hunter a little Riggs. bit, in there, a little bit, of some nuggets in there, but otherwise, are you, no. Are you a subscriber, Hunter Riggs? If so, you've seen the info. If not, can't help you, buddy. Only other queen I can help you with is um, is by their music. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you guys. Hopefully. We'll be back after victories in the Big Ten tournament next week. That's what we're planning to do as long as they win. We'll definitely be back next Sunday, a week from Sunday. Selection Sunday show is happening regardless. Ten days from now, or 11 actually. uh, We'll have a Selection Sunday show. So sometime next week and hopefully multiple times would be a lot of fun. And that's it for now. Basketball sucks. This is (laughs) IMS Radio. We'll talk to you guys later. (laughs)